Brenton, ah, the dogfight's getting intense. Quickly, dude, we need more guns. You say you want more guns? Brenton, why are you playing guitar when we're in this dogfight? Brenton, stop playing 80s music in the dogfight. Ah, uh, this is why we're not in the Air Force, Brenton. Like, <laughs> that is correct. That is this correct. This is correct. Oh, what a time. Brenton, today's an important day for the podcast, isn't it? It is. Yeah, this is this is the episode where for for many a year, you and I we've we've come home on a on a on a cold Christmas to our families. They've they've whipped out the cold turkey and and instead of saying grace, they've they've looked at us and they've said, "Have you boys seen Top Gun?" And Brenton, we, we each year we've we've said no, Mother Christmas, to our fathers, and we've said we have not seen Top Gun. Brenton, it's a full moon, the sun is shining, and Top Gun is upon us. It Are is. You it's, it's literally on top of us. Yes, it's quite literally <laughs> on top. We're, so, we're we're buried under DVD copies of Tom Cruise's Top Gun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I gotta say, uh, I was not ready for this. I was not prepared for this shit. I was not. I was. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We were gonna do this. Okay. What was going to happen today? Because we, we wanted to do Top Gun like when we first started this podcast. Because it's one of those old films everyone talks about. They won't shut up. And they watch this movie. You might find. We are going to do it. But then we thought, no, we should wait for the Top Gun movie to come out. So we put it on this date or something like that. Because we thought there's going to be a Top Gun sequel. We'll do it now. Brenton, I found out last minute. There is no bloody Top Gun sequel happening this year. No. Which, which all things considered, may be good or bad news. We'll find out. <laughs> I think it's actually good news. Like, I've got a sneaking suspicion. But, hey, you never know. You never know. You, you do never know. So, Especially me. I know nothing. So, you know. <laughs> Shut up, Jon Snow. Look, I'm just trying to say, it's coming out next year, but I've run out of patience, Brenton. I want to talk about Top Gun the movie and well, see if on classic movie banter, this movie holds up I mean, up that is your prerogative. It's, it's, it's our podcast, so you have, a, you have a 50-50 say. So, yeah, yeah, let's do Thank it. Thank you. Let's do it. Let's talk about Top well Gun. Well done. Welcome to, welcome to Classic Movie Banter. Uh, this is a podcast where Brenton and Nathan, we're here to uh, talk about old movies. And in case you, you've been sleeping under a rock this past 10 seconds, I don't blame you. This is our podcast. But also, Top Gun, what a time, Brenton. You excited for today? I am so excited. Mate, we're into year two. Oh. How do you feel? You know, I I just feel I feel I feel like the um, need for speed. I have this need. Yes, the need for speed. The need for me to pitch you this movie. <laughs> yeah, that too. Ah, <laughs> what a segue! Oh fuck, I'm on fire. This is what happens. Oh, put him out. This is what happens. Ooh, ooh, ah, shit. Oh. this is what happens after you do an animals episode. I must say, we got some great feedback on on. <laughs> <laughs> on our animals app. Thank you all for having a Thank great you. listen to that. Thanks for having a laugh. Uh, it was good fun. Yeah. I tell you what, the rest of my Sunday was so good after that episode. Went I like, have to say, the, the same here, yeah. Like, um, As soon as you left my house, like I was just, I was jumping for joy. I was no longer hungover and just so enthralled that we heard about such iconic animals as, fuck, what was what was the orca's name? Kiko. Oh, Kiko. Or- and it's an Kiko. orca, yeah. Nathan. An orca, that's right. Yes, they, that's right. What was the, um? oh, I love them all. I love Chica, the monkey, whatever it was. I love Toto the dog. I love them all, Brenton. But today's not today about animals. Today is a day about the animals of the sky. Let's let's pitch Top Gun. Let's do it, dude. Take us away. All right. What is Top Gun? Top Gun. Top Gun the movie. So the year is the eighties, all of them, <laughs> and 
And we're, 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 we're with Tom Cruise, early career Tom Cruise, who is playing pretty much himself. Um, and we're, and he's a young chap who is the best human alive. So he has no faults, except that he's sometimes too good at his job. <laughs> that is quite literally his only fault. And he's a, and he's a pilot in the Air Force, uh, in, in America. And he wants to be the best. It turns out he is the best. And so they said, well, Tom Cruise, since you're the best, you get to go to Top Gun School, where the best of the best uh, dogfight. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to be the best. And so he goes to the school, and there's Val Kilmer, and he's like, no, Tom Cruise, I'm the best. But then Tom Cruise is like, no, no, I've got a friend called Goose with a dirty mo. He says, I'm the best. And then him and Val Kilmer, they have a little bit of a sexual tension kind of thing, and maybe there's some fighting, maybe there's some fighting, and maybe there's some other F words going on there, who knows, but this is Top Gun, the uh, the military Navy school, not Navy, air place, air, 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 airplane school aficionado. Welcome to Top Gun. So here's the thing, Nathan. Yes. That might have been the worst or the best... Uh pitch you've ever done. I'm it's not, the worst. I'm, I'm not sure. Because I have no passion for I, this I, movie. I'm, I'm I can't not, do I'm not anything sure with it. Which one, which one it was, but, you know, hey, w- whatever you want, man. Like, you know, that's that's well, what you It's t- a movie about Tom Cruise flying in a plane for like an hour and a half. What more do you Okay, want? well, why, like, did, there's, why did... Okay, actually, you know why, why did, I can't why pitch this? Okay, okay. Here's, here's the thing. This is why I can't pitch it, Brenton. I can't pitch the story of this movie because there's no fucking story to this movie, okay? All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's rip into the band-aids <laughs> off. I'm getting into it. Okay. Top Gun. 80s. This is my thing. This movie, and I love... You know me. You, you, we know each other. We like video, we we like video games. We do know each other. We know other. that video games have good stories sometimes. But... Yes. This movie feels... Including, to, including Tom Clancy's aeroplane <laughs> video games. <laughs> this, this movie feels like a video game. But like for all the wrong reasons, like f- that we that we like video games. <laughs> okay, what's what's but what's more accurate, this movie or Flight Simulator? As in accuracy? Well, going after accuracy. Yes. Oh, Flight Simulator! Oh, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> like the shitty Google Flight. What was more entertaining, Renton? In this movie, or Google's Flight Simulator? Oh, see, that's a tough question, <laughs> isn't it? It isn't it? Because entertaining, if it's a wide spectrum of things. Renton, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know what to say, really. Ah. Like, like you know, I think this movie at the time would have been, you know, touted for its, its, its scenes of showing some, you know, dogfights with aeroplanes and some yeah. excitement on that end of things. But every time you're out of the aeroplanes and you're on the ground... It's like you're like fucking in Looney Tune land. <laughs> like <laughs> this is yeah, this is more Looney than fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Like, but exactly. even in the airplanes, I was raising some eyebrows. Like, same, same. <laughs> I'm saying at the time, that's maybe that they, what they took away. But gosh, oof, oof. So let's 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 run through this. So. Tom Cruise, what do you think of this this career-defining performance of Tom Cruise in Top Gun? <laughs> What's his name, Maverick? Okay, can Maverick. we talk about Tom Cruise? Because i got a lot of issues with this movie. And first and foremost, maybe even top of this list, is Tom Cruise. Because, like, okay. this movie... Did he write the script? Because it feels like he wrote the script. It feels like Tom, I don't know. It feels like Tom Cruise know. now wrote the script for Tom Cruise then. Because it's, it's like the same problem with the Mission Impossible movies these days. Where it's like... Tom Cruise, for some reason, is the next Jesus. And it's like, Jesus, for some reason, decided to come back as, like, an airplane pilot, you know? <laughs> like a fighter jet pilot. Like, hey, ev- every character in this movie 
all the every single supporting character, their character arc begins and ends with telling Tom Cruise just how great he is. I mean, this is true. It's true. Um, I will add on the back of that. I think I think Tom Cruise is a hardworking, dedicated, talented man. Like I, I appreciate yes, the work he does. But so was Mussolini, films, mate. But, <laughs> but but let me get to but. my but. I feel like this. I I think he's a great leading man, and he knows how to work the camera, and he knows you know he knows he, he knows yes, what he's doing. He's yes. got the tricks of the trade. Yes. But at the same time, this isn't a character. This is no. just. This is just some messiah that's coming that's come down feels, and is uh. and is and can do nothing wrong and even the moments that he starts to self doubt like or have self have self doubt or moments where you know mm. you think that the character's a bit human like we kind of just brush it aside so we can get back to the fucking dog fights and aerial shit and <sighs> you know cheesy one liners and 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 80s you know rock music like just blaring all the time it's just so it's so much isn't it like it's a lot this movie is a lot it's, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot on your palate i might actually it is. And like <laughs> i can imagine like at the time it really would have been revered because like it is i thought i thought we had seen some real 80s movies like i thought i thought breakfast club was the most 80s we were gonna get brenton but then top gun fucking like flight crashes into the runway of where top Gun was having their bloody detention lunch and just destroys that because Breakfast Club ain't got nothing on this shit. Like it's so eighties. There are some good things to it. I thought the soundtrack was pretty awesome, pretty like rock and roll. I got around it, but then like for the first maybe half an hour, I was thinking that. But then you realize the soundtrack is just two songs on repeat for the entirety of the movie, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Did you find that? Yeah. Weird? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was, but I thought the music was very repetitive, and so I just got because it literally repeats. It plays Danger Zone, and then what is it? Take my breath away, and it just switches back and forth between the two. But didn't you find? Didn't you find that this whole film was repetitive? So maybe the soundtrack was just yeah. You know, like, every like, fucking scene in this movie is just like Tom Cruise going on. Oh, maybe I'm not the best, and then the woman, the, fem- the the love interest, was like, "No, Tom Cruise, you are the best." And then Valcom was like, "But hey, maybe he's not the best." And then Cruise is like, "You know." what tom if you think you're the best then you're the best and then tom cruise is like but i am the best and then rinse and repeat yeah i mean there's a couple moments where they try to have some drama but <laughs> it's a drama we'll, we'll get, mate we'll it get ain't to fucking euripides all right like, we'll, 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 we'll get to that um it's it's like i was i was laughing at him like how short is tom cruise in this movie did you notice this? i mean yeah he is short yeah like, I, I, everyone knows he's a short actor but despite that this is the first movie for some reason I've noticed how short Tom Cruise is because like really yeah like like I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but I found it really funny because there's points where he's in the locker room, which, by the way, he's in the locker room every like five minutes with the guys, and like every time he like has like like a, like a fight, like in the biggest air quotes ever with these guys, he just kind of try and stands up next to them to like puff his chest, and it looks like like a child chatting to their father, like <laughs> just like oh. Nathan, can I ask you a serious question? Yes, please. What's the point of this movie? That's a good question, actually, Brenton. That's a great question because like. I don't. It's because it feels like it's 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 there to praise the military. It's like thank God America's got the Top Gun because we're the best in the world and we're the best of all. And it feels very Michael Bay. This really feels like it a Michael does. Bay movie. Uh, like it? I was, I was. Uh, the, uh, it's so funny that we both came to that conclusion because, like, I I agree with you completely that this film just 
It just does. It doesn't. It, it just screams Michael like Bay. A- There's so many sunsets. It's got the biggest hard on for the military. It's deeply misogynistic. The only thing it's missing is just an explosion every 10 seconds. And I feel like they didn't do that because they didn't have CGI today. If they did, there would have been more explosions. Oof, there would have been. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine so if they had many. more CGI in this film? Like, can you imagine what it would have been oh, like? So, so many. And like... That's such a good question what this movie is about because like I just watching this I don't know what I learned from it like what I gained from it what journey I went on exactly like, everyone at the I... end is exactly where they were when they were at the start except for one character who, who's definitely not where he was at the start but then like that's it like it I I got nothing from this movie all I did was just go oh I like Tom Cruise's hair in this I'm gonna use that for my next exactly. barber visit. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's not a joke. I thought that was great hair. Yeah, good hair. Good head of hair, Tom. Like, like, well done. I remember, like, I I, I almost chose his haircut for what steals this movie because I'm just like, oh, I literally just want to go to the barber and just ask for that. Sure. Like, and do you think you will? You know what? I will. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rock up in the barber with the jacket from Rocky IV and then with Tom Cruise's Top Gun haircut. So I eventually become like an amalgamation of our podcast episodes. Well, hey, at least you got something out of this movie. Like, that's really, I'm really happy for you. Well done. You know whose hair I'm not going to ask for? Whose? (laughs) Val Kilmer's. (laughs) (laughs) Those blonde tips? Why not? What was he thinking? He was like a decade earlier than the biscuit. Like, what is he thinking? I don't think he was. I think that's the... I think that's the reasoning behind that. Oh, that's yeah, like the look. worst hair we've seen in cinema. Oh, it's so bad. And when I was doing bloody research for this movie, I actively tried to find out why the hell he chose that haircut. I was, I dug, man, and I found nothing. So I just like to think it was Val Kilmer just fucking about saying, okay, I'm going to be the villain. What's the worst look I could possibly have? Speaking of which, how do you, what do you, do you feel like there is an arc in this movie? Like, do you feel like there really is a story? No, because even, like, and Tom Cruise's antagonism, and I said the loosest of, of like, t- tones, like, his, 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 his antagonism against Val Kilmer, like, it's, it's, it's not really that serious, the feud. No. Like, like, Val Kilmer never crosses a line. Remember what was it in Bloody Happy Gilmore when, like, he tries to glass him at one point? Like, that yeah. felt way more legit than, like, what was going on here. You know what I mean? Totally, yeah. And maybe it's because the stakes in this movie really aren't that high. Because either Tom Cruise is the best in the world, or maybe, like, the second or third best in the world. You know what I mean? It's but like, it's also, like, it's flight school. Yeah. It's like, just like, do it again not, next year. Like, it's like... It's like it's, they're, they're learning to fly. They're in a environment where they're, like, being taught to do something. It's not... You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it doesn't got like a high enough stakes to really. All we, we the the what we're following is just two assholes basically, um, competing for some rando trophy for some reason. And exactly, I don't think the, it's, the it's plot is of, just thinner than paper. You're just going. I just and it's an original work. That's the thing. Like it wasn't even adapted on anything. It was just like what was it? it was like it was like adapted from like a newspaper article or something like that. Like like the writer got inspired by. It, like, it was just ah. Oh, I just I don't. Here's what really gets me. I, I we'll probably get into this when we pass it to the people, but I, I feel yeah. I, I'm very curious because before we watch this, like, and I'm sure others would have heard, like, this movie's revered. Like, it has a huge yeah, crowd. This is the, this is my next question for you. My final question is: Why is this movie like known as a classic? Because it's the first, like, it's one of the first times... Because it's on our podcast, Brent, and that's why. But but it's one of the first times that we've reviewed something that I've been like, I don't understand how this has stood the test of time. To a certain extent, I do, but overall, I just 
it just it makes me wonder. Like, mm. I'm with you. I, I, it, like perhaps it captured like the feel of a time, like you know, with that, with those '80s callbacks and like you know the 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 themes and kind of this like this kind of idealistic way to live your life and to like live on the edge or whatever. Like, mm. like there's something fun in that, but it, overall, this film itself just gets boring, repetitive. Yeah, it just slows right down. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I just, there's just, it just doesn't, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, there were parts I did like. Like, I, 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 I did like the lighting of it. I thought it was beautifully shot. Mm. Like, I, 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 even though it was like weird orange and green cinematography, I, I, I did like it. I did like the music despite the repetitiveness. I thought the credits had the best song out of the whole movie, actually. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I was, I think maybe I was just so happy that it ended. But like, I know there's just, just, there's, it's just, it feels like just random strung. It feels like they just made a commercial for the Air Force with totally. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. And then the Air Force decided to go, hey, maybe we should just extend this commercial by maybe an extra half an hour and like put in some plot scenes and then let's make it into a movie. And then they're like, fine, let's do it and let's make $300 million from it. And they're like, cool, sounds good. Like what was it? This is like the what the highest grossing film in 1986 or whatever it was. I I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah that's... I I I I think it was. And like, you know, I I can imagine. I'm trying to think of what you you and I what our Top Gunners, you know, of the 2010s, like a film so 2010s that like it's our Top Gun. You know what I mean? Like revered, mm. but like it's it's so present. Like I'm curious if the if the Jump Street films are gonna age like Top Gun did. I don't know. I don't think they will. Unfortunately, I think they have dramatically better writing. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Well, let us know, listeners, what you think. Like <laughs> this generation's Top Gun is. I mean, it could be Top Gun Maverick next year, but like maybe like I don't know. I feel like there's a comedy, or, or maybe like any, actually any any of the rom coms actually from this decade could be. It's like a film so 2010s. Actually, no, I feel like there's a Netflix film that's some teen drama about like how like an app is trying to kill someone. Oh, what's that? What's Nerve? Actually, Nerve. I feel like Nerve is our is our gener- You know that one with bloody um. Emma Roberts and um, uh, Dave Franco, and there's that app where they have to like bloody. Have you seen this movie? No, I've heard of it. I haven't. About? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It's that movie from 2016. It's where they um bloody. What is it? It's where there's like an app on the iPhone, and and you do stupid dares, and if you do the dare, you get money, and as you do more dares, they get more extreme, and then eventually you earn all the money. But if you don't do the dare, you die. Something. It's like something stupid as that. It's very, very 2010s. I feel like I feel like that's the Top Gun of our generation. Well, Nathan, but- last last thing before we vote, I think as as to what we think, I was just wondering, what do you think of the humor in this film? This film's so misogynistic. Like, it's it's so hyper masculine. Like, so so hyper masculine. And so all the the jokes. Thought, I'm surprised there's aren't as many dick jokes dick jokes as there could be. But like. You know what? I kind of love this humor in the movie just to see Tom Cruise's crooked smile. Oh, that smile. I know exactly oh what you mean. Gosh. Oh. Oh. It was... I don't know. What did you think of the humor? Were you laughing much? No, not really. Like, none of the things I was supposed to be laughing at. No. <laughs> I was laughing at just dumb shit in the movie. Like, why the hell did they have a Polaroid in the plane? Why not? Have you ever flown a plane? Maybe you do need a Polaroid. There's a scene in the know. movie. There's a scene in the movie where they're like, where they're literally like upside down over like a plane, like they're meters from it, where literally the single degree in in flight trajectory could have them collide with this thing. And like one of the characters in the plane just suddenly whips out a Polaroid. He's like, "Hey, just give him the bird." And you're like, "What are you doing?" Like it's just it's eighties like like hyper realism to the fullest extreme. Actually, you know what really bothered me about this movie, Renton? 
What? All these pilots, all they ever fucking talk about are planes. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, on the back of, like, the point you just made as well, I, I think, like, I think to, like, other 80s movies that are, like, clearly, like, have been made in the 80s and are using the 80s as a, you know, as, as making pop culture references in terms of their music and, like, where they're set and there's, that they feel 80s. But I think there's, like, this doesn't stand out to me, you know what I mean? In that, no. in that terms of, like, Also, a like, category. Robocop didn't have this problem. Like, Terminator didn't have this problem. Like, no. Like, you can use a decade effectively if you're, if you're playing with the tropes right. It's like, it's just, it just feels, and, and they couldn't have been aware of it at the time because this was what pop culture was at that exactly. point in time. So it's yeah. like, this, but like, and you, and you, and it's easy in hindsight now to say, oh, you know, it doesn't age well, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And that's why I thought a better script would have helped this movie. The fact that, that all they talk about is planes makes the movie just impenetrable because they're all like having like dick measuring contests on who can like do the biggest turn in an aircraft and that kind of stuff. And half the time as an audience member, you just feel, unless you are in the, the, the air force, I, I just didn't resonate with any of these characters' goals because I, there, yeah. there was no point where an average joke would really go, oh yeah, man, like, I've always wanted to do this too and be part of the Top Gun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Thank God Captain Marvel didn't, um, use any of this shit in its own movie because I feel like they would have done that if they said it in the 80s. Yeah, potentially. One reason people would have also heard about this movie, Brenton, is the iconic volleyball scene. Yeah. As, I feel like I want, I want to say this in non-spoilers because, because I feel like this would be a hook for people. They're like, oh no, I want to see the volleyball scene. What do you think of the volleyball scene? Underwhelming. Yeah. And also out of place. Yeah. Like it's of- really weirdly like placed in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. Like I, I'm, it, it's confusing even. It's just like why this kind of happens and, you know. Like the context of it isn't that great, and it's just kind of like, all right, yeah. And it's not, and it's not like fun, like stupid fun. Like you'd be like, oh yeah, here we go. Like this is gonna be a good time. It's here like, we oh. go. Yeah, it's just underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, I can, I hundred percent agree with you. And it's, it, but uh, mind you, it is very homoerotic, and it is kind of funny. Like, yeah, what do, what did you think of all the homoerotic stuff from this film? Like it, <laughs> hey. You know, it's there. It's, there. <laughs> <laughs> it's really there, and like, it's very funny because this because this is such a, like a pro masculine movie that kind of stuff. But it does feel a little bit like it almost feels like a gay anthem kind of film. You know, like like it, it's such because there's only like one female character in this, and here's you know here's what I found really funny. There's a scene in this movie where they all go to a bar and they're all and they're all in the bloody uniforms and they're all trying to pick up chicks and and they and you know and. I feel like that scene, that film was written, that scene was written into the film because of how, like, physical the men get with each other throughout the film, if that makes sense. Right. So, if that scene wasn't in there, then I think outright this would be, like, <laughs> a, a part of that, that canon of cinema. But, yeah, but I think because it's in there, you can go either direction, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. all that being said, Nathan, do you want to, yeah, what would you give this movie? A thumbs up or a thumbs down? Oh god, because it's funny because because our rating system is is like on a Thursday night you want to put on an old movie. Would this be a movie you'd put on? And like if I was sniffing petrol, I would say yes. But like <laughs> like if I had flight but you, fuel, but you haven't had flight had, fuel <laughs> next you to have, me. You haven't had time to have a whiff, so no. are you gonna say no? I'm gonna say no, Brent. There's nothing you can like. 
I don't know. Am I? Are we being too hard? Like, are we not? This has been my conundrum. Do I feel like I'm being too hard, or am I being honest with myself and saying what I think? And if I am being honest with myself and saying what I think, I'd I'd have to agree with you and give this a thumbs down. Unfortunately, there's some there's some stuff I like in this movie, and it's more of that hokey kind of. But it's it's you don't love it. It's not. It's there's done, nothing it's been like done better. The cheesiness, yeah, especially. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Like, like, but if I, it, if it was done in full parody, like if it was like a Monty Python kind of esque take on the military flight school, then yeah, hundred percent. But it's not, is it? No, it's just kind of a lot what of what they out should of place. have done was bloody police academy, but for flight school. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that kind of thing, you know, not this boring ass piece of shit. Like, <laughs> so, so sorry, Top Gun. But you know, it's our job to say, do these films hold up in 2019? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's unfortunately, it doesn't. Yeah, and it's crazy yeah. that we're getting a sequel to this to like uh, keep it keep it ongoing. And yeah, you know, we'll, we'll um, talk about that, mate. We'll talk about yeah, Maverick. Yeah. So uh, that being said, shall yeah. we get into? Spoilers. 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 Spoil this movie, but don't tell the people that haven't seen it the spoilers. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's rip off the band-aid again, my other right. band-aid. And I wanna talk about I wanna talk about Goose's death. Oh my goodness. Like Okay, just starting, like we should have probably said this before. I love Goose. Goose like Goose yeah. is the one character in this movie I'm, I didn't actively go. Excuse me. <laughs> At one point in the movie, I'm like, "Good on you, Goose. He's doing well, good things." Sorry, Nathan, but he's dead. He dies. He is because dead he, because he ejects from from a plane and ejects straight into the uh, the canopy that has been ejected off the plane. Oh my god! And, and, and that was a brutal shot as yeah, well, wasn't he, it? He gets like he he crumples. You watch his head like snap, like it's crazy. Yep, and then you just see these two parachutes going down, and then we have this very melodramatic moment oh where they're both With in the, the water. With a fucking green, like, like oh flare in the God. water. It's like, oh. Yeah. And bloody, oh. And then bloody, take my breath away. It's just like, yeah. blasting. Like, you know, it'd be really funny if for some reason the editor fucked up, and like he like crashes into the water, and Tom Cruise is swimming towards him, and it's like, Highway to the danger zone. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is crying, and it just makes no narrative sense. Like... Uh. So, in terms of these dog fights, like, yeah, I was just never on the end of my seat during like these. Uh, these um, are poorly directed, aren't they? Like, I, there's some shots I really love. I love it when the camera is strapped to the plane and you watch yeah. it take off. Yeah, I That's really cool. love those kind of shots. Also, because you know this is all real. So yeah. Like, but I don't know. It's kind of like have Have you seen the film The Aviator? I have. I have. Okay, so you know when like. I think it's the aviator this happens. Is it like Howard Hughes is like 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 editing together a movie about planes where they're dog fighting? Do you recall this? Yes. In, I in, did. Yes, yeah. and he's editing it together, and the movie sucks shit. And Leonardo DiCaprio playing Howard Hughes, he's just like the scene sucks shit because it's just planes against clouds, just all darting yeah. off in different directions, and we can't tell what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And then and then he's like, oh, sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio, and then he's like, we'll we'll reshoot, and he's like, good. I feel like Howard Hughes had to step in on this one because it does the exact same fucking problem, but forty years after Howard Hughes did it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't disagree with that. Like, yeah, it's um, it's just they just I I liked the explosions. I liked it when the planes really blew up. I thought mm. that was great. But I just I'm because I remember thinking this is the part after all the shitty dialogue scenes that I should be really on the edge of my seat, going, yeah, fuck yeah, planes, Pixar's planes, yeah. But it just wasn't that. I was just still bored, you know. Yeah, totally. I'm with you on that. Um, what uh. about what about the love interest in this film? Okay, Brenton, I want to ask you a question. When you go to a bar 
and you want to pick up a lady, you know, and you and you got a pretty good singing voice, you know, you're a musical theater man of sorts. Would you ever do what happened in this movie? No, no, never, <laughs> never. Because it's so awkward. It's fun to watch. Actually, you know what? I really did laugh at this scene. I will give this movie this scene. Because it's so stupid. Because there's a scene where Tom Cruise, he goes up to the bar and he's just... Like, what is it? Him and Goose, they he, they do this thing where it's like, oh, let's do the old, you know, the old routine. And then they go up to the bar and he and just gets his microphone out of nowhere. And then the whole fucking flight squad just bursts into song. And it reminded me so much of that scene from Hell Caesar where Channing Tatum does the exact same thing. Yeah, the, yeah totally, yeah. Um, uh, but... Just ran- again, random out of place moments in kind of this film of yeah, just bizarre. It's just I found it so funny though. I was just loving it's, it. Like but it's hilarious, but it's like what the? It's-, it's funny, and she shuts him down for it, and then it segues into this really awkward scene where he follows her into the female bathroom. Yes, and I'm like, oh, oh, Tom, no, 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 you, you, you don't do that, buddy. Not even in the eighties. But hey, it all works out for him somehow. Somehow. That's what I hate. He just acts like a dick in this movie, and he still gets everything. Like, there, what's what's a redeeming quality to Tom Cruise? Because if it's his dead parents, it's certainly not that, because it's the most cliche thing this movie could have done. And his father sounded like a pretty cool guy. <laughs> yeah. And so, That's about also, it. I hate that, like, they, they think, oh, this guy's being an arsehole, but it's okay because his parents are dead, so he's allowed to be an arsehole. It's like, no, he's a dick. I'm like, yeah. Oh, and he's like, it's like, and everyone's like, you're always breaking the rules, Maverick, and they're like, and they're like, and they're like, oh, you know, you're a pilot, you're supposed to be breaking the rules. It's like, no, you're not. If you know anyone in real life who's in the military, like by design, you are not meant to be breaking the rules. That's like the rule one of military school. <laughs> I will say this as well. It's so bizarre that like all this shit happens in this movie with this flight, like, because like, I feel like again, like we're in this spoiler sections, and I just like I don't really know what to talk about. Like, I just there's some funny moments that you can comment on, but overall, like in terms of the plot, it's like it's flight school. And, and again, it comes back to this thing of, like, if he was really doing all this shit, kick him out of the school. Like, you know it's what I mean? It's so true. And, uh, by the way, did you find that weird when Tom Cruise is like, okay, now, because Goose dies, and Tom Cruise is like, okay, I've, I've, I've now quit. But we find out that he quit by some random guy on the phone. I know, yeah, it was out of place, wasn't it? Did and you find that, like, it's just un- wrote this Again, movie? it's just underwhelming. It's like, why do we get that crucial piece of information in this film about this character yeah. that, from some lackey you know what I mean on the phone it's just like bizarre it's just, it's just so weirdly written there's just so many script choices I find bizarre like why did he throw Goose's tags into the ocean at the end did he suddenly think he was on the set of the Titanic like I guess it cuts so. to that old lady throwing the sapphire and then it's like Tom Cruise throwing the tags like I feel I feel a deep sense of sorrow for Goose's fucking family that, oh like, my god yeah that, that and one... even like even like when he dies the wife was like it's okay Tom Cruise you're still the best it's like ah. Oh fuck's sake he died he died died. and it was the best of all of them it's like oh i just it just upset me i was upset brenton so now that we know that there's a sequel coming and that goose we presume won't be in it well that's the thing you know that like tom cruise was going to be okay because obviously we now know that there's like a top gun sequel so like of course he's going to get the bloody flight school thing and of course he's gonna you know but also like you knew he was going to be okay during the film because it once again, like as we've said, it's like it never challenges that character really to you know. No. I mean, sure, like sure, like his his partner dies, but we don't actually dwell on it enough to like feel kind of what and relate to what this character is so going quick. through. It's just bizarre when that should be like. There's a weird moment where like we see him almost challenged when like he thinks 
his boss, his female boss, doesn't like him for whatever reason. And there's this weird-ass scene where he takes off on a motorbike and he, like, drives about through, like, it looks like the streets of San Fran. And then, like, his boss just, like, charges after him in the traffic. And then she's like, I'm in love with you after they've been, like, on one date. It's like... And it's, like, the closest he gets to not having what he wants. Yeah. And, like, his solution to that was, like, just going off on his motorbike and just looking like it was on and a fucking, like... And sulking, like... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, he's in some, like, melancholic Ducati commercial. It's like, come on. Like... Like, as strong and, like, awesome as it makes av- this film makes Maverick out-, Maverick out to be, it also, like, undermines him, like, at any chance it get. And it gets. And it doesn't really mean to. It's just, no one's like this in real life. Like, it's... It's no, like, that's the thing. Like, there's no empathy in this. Like, there's, and there's so many great movies set in the military, like Hunt for Red October, like where you where you have like a military setting, and you so get like, and you latch sure. yourself onto these characters, and like, and you and you know, you don't have to be the best. Even superhero movies don't do this, where they go, "You're the best in the world," because when they do. You get a scenario like almost Star Wars, where like they'll like get someone like Luke Skywalker, and they'll be like, "You're the best in the world," and it'll just be suffocating towards that character. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, totally. Like totally. if Tom Cruise in real life, if there was a real life Maverick, and literally every human around him said, "You're the best," he would have lost his head because he because no one has that kind of confidence. Like you know? No, I know exactly what you mean. It's it's like you need you need those failures in life to like become like to learn from your mistakes, be, to become a better human being, to to live your life, to like have a meaning in life it's like to to better yourself and yeah. it's like you yeah, that that it's just some dude that's just doing the same shit in the same movie all the time <laughs> and nothing changes like really like goose dies but it doesn't feel like there's a massive shift you know what i mean you don't feel that exactly and it's just and so it's, like, it's funny because he, he goes in such a weird direction at the end of it because like because he's like because he because he says okay i'm going to be instructor for top gun and okay, it's like yeah you know what I mean? Because yeah. after everything, he like, he's now like the best pilot in the world, presumably. And he's like, really? You're just going to be a teacher now? It's like, you're not going to... I thought they would have like shipped him off to like the nearest war and said, just like chop up shop. You know what I mean? But this is the thing. What do you think of this ending? Because I just thought it was... It, again, it was this thing of... That what a it, weird setup and what a weird scenario yeah, like, that they it's all like, get caught it's, out. It, like, was, it wasn't really earned. It's like he went back to flight school to... I guess bang the girl. I don't know. Like, was that the idea? Yeah. Like, was that the what it was sending at the end? That like, oh, now it's on, and then it just kind of finishes, and you're like, oh, well, you know, it would have been nice. Like, I think he'd be a horrible teacher, a horrible instructor. I agree. Isn't that? Wouldn't that be wonderful if that was like the sequel? Like, we find out. Oh, they f- they bloody last Jedi it. Like, like we go to like the Top Gun school, and like he's like, I used to be known as Maverick, and like he's like all upset, and he's on some like island in the middle of Scotland, and he's just <laughs> and there's like top, and there's like the go- Top Guns lost their way. They they allowed a <laughs> Sith to infiltrate their ranks, and now <laughs> now it's all fucked, and it's all my fault. Oh my god, it's Goose's son, and he finds um bloody Tom Cruise, oh, and he's gosh. like, you have to come back to Top Gun, and then Tom Cruise is like, I killed your father, and Top and Goose's son's like, no, <laughs> it's like Nathan, oh. you should you should be in that room, you know, with those writers, and I could be writing yeah. this movie, honestly. It's the script was so bad. Oh my, like when they said he's on the front cover of every newspaper in the. English English speaking world I'm like really this got on the front cover of the like it's just it's just so it's just it's just sucking Tom Cruise's dick the whole movie and you're just like I, I didn't sign up for any of this I didn't sign up for the weird uncomfortable sweating that for some reason every fucking character in this movie is doing yeah like, it's like they need they've got like you know they've got issues with the pores in their skin and they need to seek medical attention <laughs> I don't 
know what's like is I don't know what like I don't know what was going on with the fans in the eighties, but it's like every character. Like, are they trying to show the sweat because to show there's like stress and tension? Because if they are, it's a very moronic decision. Like, <laughs> I got no. But idea. Brenton, I got the nothing. thing that the, out of all of this, the thing that really just just really grinded me gears was the sex scene. Because I haven't seen, because <laughs> I haven't seen Tom Cruise in the sex scene before, and now I know why. Because <laughs> this is this is the weird one of the weirdest fucking sex scenes I think I've ever seen in cinema. Like, what really made me like unsettled with this scene? I don't know if you felt the same way. Was just how much tongue there was in this. Oh, it was it was a lot. There was a lot of tongues, and it was almost like they were trying to see how far their tongues could go down each other's throats. It was like, and there was like, oh. it was like, it was like. Like they'd just been caught on camera, like they were just on set, like trying to work out this experiment. Someone's just started filming it. Like it was just bizarre, and again, unearned. Yeah, I keep using the word unearned, but it was. It was unearned. It bizarre. really was, and like... it wasn't that. Like I don't know what it was going for, but it wasn't like that sexy. Really, it was just like, whoa. Oh, this, this no, is... it was because it's to that take my breath away song, which is so on the nose by this point, and you're just like. I just, because, uh, because, especially because she's the only woman in this entire film besides Goose's wife, and obviously Goose's wife is married to Goose, so it's like, it's just so forced, and it's like, I feel like also in the military they would never like have that happen in the first no, place. Like, no, God, no, no. It's, yeah. or maybe it's like maybe it's a symptom of today and what you know how how, how far you know equality has thankfully risen since then, but especially back in the eighties, I'm just like even then I feel like. Bit of a feel like that's not really in her protocol as an instructor, but you know, yeah. And so, she sounded, she looked and sounded like a woman who genuinely cared about her career. Yeah, exactly. And like, even if she did, even if in real life, say this one really did fall for Tom Cruise, and she's like, okay, great, we have feelings. I feel like she would have, like, she would have transferred to a different section of the military, or he would have like waited after till he she would just waited a year till after he graduated flight school and then made a move. You know, I know. Don't think it's about just, it too na- too much, Nathan. I don't think uh, it, I don't think the movie wants you to. It's just just shut up and watch it. <laughs> just shut up, Brenton. I want to bring back an old segment uh, into this episode. That was, oh, it's gosh. one of my favorite segments we do. What? And I, I, <laughs> what is it, Nathan? I want to ask you this question: Which two characters should have kissed? Oh, I know. Uh, Val <laughs> Kilmer. And Maverick. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I was literally going to say that because there's a scene where you think it's going to happen. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about like them when they embrace at the end of the film? Like when they're like yes! get off the planes and they're like... That's exactly it. They go from like the most mortal enemies. They've been shirtless in the locker room this whole bloody film. And then there's a point where Val Kilmer smiles to Tom Cruise is like, actually, you're all right. And they get so close to each other. I thought just... And Tom leans boom. in. Tom's leaning in. He and, does. And then it's he a does. bit of... Uh, it's a bit of a hug, but you know what, what's going to happen after it. You know you what I mean? He's going to go for the kiss, but yeah. the Falcon was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, like, no. yeah. They were just like, no, I reckon they both went for it, and then they realized they were like surrounded by fucking everyone on the ship, and were like, oh, yeah, oh like, why the fuck is everyone up here? And then I was like, oh, better, better wait till we're in private. It was like holding popcorn as they're about to hug. <laughs> they're like, come on, do it. A kiss. You know what would be, you know be great? If like in Top Gun 2, it, like, like, it re- it's revealed that, top, that Tom Cruise actually didn't marry um, the chick. He actually ended up marrying Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh my and like, gosh. And like, and Tom Cruise in the sequel goes full gay. Yeah, like he's yeah. got like an earring, like he's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like he's got like rainbow flags on his desk. He's like Holt from Book of Nine-Nine and it's just, and he's like promoting diversity in the military. Like it was, oh, I really, I really hope that happens, frankly. So Nathan, I have a question for you. Yes, Brenton. What stills this movie? 
Oh, what does steal this movie? Have you seen what does steal this I've movie? I've seen what steals this movie. <laughs> and I had to contain myself from cracking up live uh, on air. Oh my gosh, what a perfect uh, steal. Nathan, could you please explain what we are looking at right now? Okay, so this is the section where um where I screenshot, uh, or Branson sometimes, screenshots um a moment in this movie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and we just talk about this single frame because it's so fucking excellent. If you want to see this frame, go to our YouTube video um, for this episode. I, I put it on in, in the thing there. Um, so there's a moment in this movie where Tom Cruise, I think it's when he first meets Val Kilmer, or, or soon after, maybe after their first lesson. And oh, they, I think they had a training exercise, and and there were a little bit of tension. <laughs> There was a little bit of tension in the air, so they're, they're back in the locker room, and um, and Tom Cruise, he, he's, he's a little bit of a cucumber this whole film so far, but then Val Kilmer just says, I can't remember what he says, it's just something to really piss Tom Cruise off, and and the camera's like on Tom Cruise, it's a two shot, and it's on Tom Cruise with Val Kilmer's back, and Tom Cruise goes from like cool cucumber to like furious, like, like, like Rocky Balboa kind of like, like scrunched up face, and screams at Val Kilmer. And it's the funniest expression because one, it perfectly shows his teeth. Two, it really shows how smaller he is compared to like Val Kilmer. And three, it's only for like a millisecond. Like, like you blink and you'll miss it. But if, if you see it, it's the funniest face I've ever seen Tom Cruise pull. It is so funny. I can't get over how funny this shit is. He looks like the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. Like he, he does. Like he's he's got like this feral kind of thing, and he kind of looks like a raccoon as well. Like he looks like the like I saw this video of a raccoon the other day that got out of this bin, and this guy was trying to shoot away with a broom, <laughs> and he accidentally hit it, and then the then it has the, got like then, Tom Cruise's face then, stitched on top of and it, and then like. the raccoon like goes at this guy and like chases him off the camera. Like mm. that's. That looks like that raccoon, that face. Oh, my God. You know, Tom Cruise was actually the first considered actor for Rocket Raccoon. Oh, was he actually? No, but after seeing this face, <laughs> I think you should have been. Like, <laughs> you got me. Could God you damn like, it. Fuck you. You got uh, me. I, I didn't think you'd genuinely believe me. God, that. That'd be great. shit. Could you imagine this guy's the galaxy and it's fucking Tom Cruise's voice just coming out of Rocket? Like, oh no, I love Bradley, but I kind of wish that had happened. Or, or, or like instead, like they were like, well, we're going to cast Tom because it saves us money on the CGI. So we just like get him to come <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Oh my god, could you imagine like Tom, like, like in the same way that like, Josh Brolin, you can kind of see Josh Brolin's face on Thanos. Could you imagine you can kind of see Tom Cruise's face on Rocket Raccoon? Yes. Yes, I can imagine it after seeing this still. I can imagine it perfectly. Oh. But Nathan, oh I, have, I have another question for you. Mate, you're chewing away questions. I love it. What are you, what are you asking? I did. How did they make this making movie magic, yeah? The way they made this movie is that they enlisted the help of the Navy, Brenton. So the Navy was hella influential when I'm um, writing the script, hella. which is I like. So hella. I like to think so. So um, I'm to be whatever who had that fact. They said that the Navy really helped influence the script. I like to think that they just got some intern at the Navy to write this script. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Tom Cruise is like, all right, I want to do a movie where I'm the greatest human alive and I'm in the military. And and then the intern at the Navy was like, what do you want? He's like, the best goddamn Tom Cruise script ever. And he kind of like slaps him on the back and the intern's like, oh, okay. And he just goes off and he writes this piece of shit. I mean, it- <laughs> the, reason- <laughs> the reason that the Navy wrote this script, because they, because they, they, they believe it or not, the original was actually quite much worse than this. So they changed a couple of things. First off, this movie was going to be set in Cuba. 
So, like, the international fight at the end was going to go there. They started to do that in international waters because they thought, you know, Cold War probably shouldn't do that. Second thing, um, there was a scene that involved a crash landing on one of those battleships. Yes. And they scrapped that. Um, third thing, uh, Maverick's love interest was changed from a female member of the Navy, so it was like a co-pilot, to um, a civilian contractor because the US's military had a prohibition of fraternization between officers and enlisted personnel. So... Yeah. Yeah, so they couldn't have that. You know, so they just barely danced that line, which is also very Michael Bay. So thank you, Navy, for that. Um, I Okay, he, he's a good one. Um, mm. Val Kilmer did not want to be in this film. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> but why. Was for- <laughs> but was forced to by contra- uh, contractual obligations. However, it did become one of the most iconic roles of his career. I feel sorry for Val Kilmer because, like, he did this and then... He did, like, Batman, and it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm wondering whether on set with Tom Cruise or on Cruise or on set with Jim Carrey, wh- which one he hated more, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it's, I think that's... Did you ever read that fact that, like, Val Kilmer actively hates Jim Carrey? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Eventually, we will do the old Batman films. We have to at some point. And, like, in Batman, um, what is it? It's not, is it... Batman, Batman Forever, Batman yeah. Forever, Batman Forever. I'm sure, yeah. In Batman Forever, there's a great fact where Tommy Lee Jones he tells the story all the time when he goes on a talk show where like he, like Val Kilmer actively hated Jim Carrey. Like, oh no 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 no! I am so wrong. I'm so sorry. That's absolute fake news. No no no. Tommy Lee Jones hates Jim Carrey. Oh right. Okay. Well, continue That's with the, the fact, story. I want to. I want to hear this. Sorry, no. It is not Val Kilmer. I completely lie. So sorry. It is Tommy Lee Jones because there's this thing where Tommy Lee Jones met with Jim Carrey like right before the filming. And like they were just like some. I'm gonna butcher the story. Like Google this, you'll find the right one. But it's like it's where Tommy Lee Jones met with Jim Carrey. They knew they're gonna be Batman villains. And like Jim Carrey was just being Jim Carrey, and Tommy Lee Jones was just being Tommy Lee Jones. And he's just like, I can't do this, and he just walked out. <laughs> but because of the sheer volume of money he was given for the role he did in the movie, but like apparently Val Kilmer was saying like, yeah, they had to keep their distance on set. Holy shit, that's crazy. But that's anyway. That's not how they made Batman and Forever. <laughs> Let's talk about how they made Top Gun. Have you got another fun fact? I do, I do. So, after the car chase, when Charlie tells Maverick that she didn't want anyone to find out she was... She didn't want anyone to find out she was falling for him, Maverick originally had a line to say. Tom Cruise forgot the line and ad-libbed by kissing Kelly McGillis instead. Ah. Tony Scott liked it so much, he left the scene like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, Brenton! Next time you do a show, can you do the exact same? I'll just move? yeah, it, and you know, it, it it won't be even a character I'm like in a in a romantic you know scene with. It'll just be like you know, yeah. even if it's like you know, I'm playing opposite like someone that's playing my brother. I'll just you know. Can you do it in like a death scene? Like you oh know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like that'd be excellent. And the lights just like go down, like like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so funny. Um, this is one of my favourite facts I think I've ever found in my life. So, um, Tom Cruise. I mentioned before he's a short man, Brenton. He's five yes. foot seven. Uh, on screen, he appears at the same height as his love interest at five foot ten. You want to know why, Brenton? Why? He had to wear lifts this whole movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise had to wear lifts in his shoes the whole film so he could be the same height as his love interest. Gosh. Isn't that so great? There you I go. love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know what's really funny? So there is a real Top Gun school. So this actually is a real thing. Yes, that yes, I did know this. Yeah, and and there's a law 
There's a rule at this school, Brenton. Do you know about this rule? No. So the students of the real Top Gun school cannot quote a single thing from the movie. They cannot spurt out lines from like Maverick or Iceman or Goose or any of them. Because if they do, they receive a $5 fine on the spot. Whoa. <laughs> That's really funny. And the reason this, this law exists is because of the sheer volume of quotes that they got from people, you know, after the year came out and, you know, Top Gun became famous. Like, the next year of students just wouldn't shut the fuck up about this. So, whoever was running the school at the time made this rule that still stands today. That's hilarious. That's so I funny. Um, going back to this kind of tensions on set, uh, I will say this oh, fact. I love, those, I love these stories. So, the tension between Maverick and Iceman isn't just down to good acting. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer had to keep their distance from each other and never socialized. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And which is funny because now I know why Tom Cruise manages to make that face at Val Kilmer. Because <laughs> that's, that's 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 not acting. That's Tom Cruise. Like that's his face. When you know you when you know Tom Cruise doesn't like you and you see that face, you know exactly oh what's going on. Do you like to think this is like a real Rocky Four scenario where suddenly they have like this huge fist fight and he has to get like, sh- like take it to some hospital? Sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know what I love about this movie? This has a very interesting legacy because be- when this film came out, the bomber jacket sales increased. So everyone in the eighties started buying bomber jackets, and Ray Ban Aviator glasses, which weren't really popular since like the mid forties, had a huge spike in sales. So everyone was buying Aviator. I think it was like forty percent. The, the sales increased by. Whoa, that's that's and, crazy. But the best thing about this movie's legacy is that it boosted Navy recruitment. Oh, God. And, and what happened is that the Navy had recruitment booths outside some theaters to attract enthusiastic patrons. What? This is a real thing. So you would walk out the movie and like you'd be at like a high school like careers fair. There would be a Navy booth with like pamphlets and real Navy officers saying, now that you've seen the movie, do you want to join the Navy? Holy shit. This is a real thing that happened. Oh God, this movie's propaganda. Holy shit. (laughs) To the point where the amount of um, applications for the US Navy went up by 500% after this movie. What? Yeah. What? Yep. This is a real thing. That's fucking crazy. I know. I know. I know. So, um, yeah, that's that's the Navy. Um, I've, the, yeah. I've got one last fact. This one's a bit sad, actually, unfortunately. Um, oh, I, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I just, I thought I'd say it because... It, it, it is worth mentioning, yeah. yeah. Um, so, stunt pilot um, Art mm. Scholl was killed during the production of the movie, and he was age 54. Um, He died when his Pitts S2 camera plane failed to recover from a flat spin and plunged into the Pacific Ocean. Uh, Scholl's last words over the radio were, I have a problem, I have a real problem, and the exact cause of the crash was never determined and neither the aircraft nor Scholl's body were ever recovered. And the film is dedicated to him. Yeah, what a shame. What what an absolute shame. It reminds me of the Deadpool 2 scenario as well when... um that stunt woman died. It's it's always horrible when when um a stunt person dies during the making um, of a movie. Yeah, it's so. it's awful. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, what a you know what's what, I'm sure he, he would have been happy to see what this film did for the navy. And despite what you and I shit on upon, I I can't I can I can't imagine what this film must be like for people who are in the navy, you know, or who are in flight school. And this actually does make some sort of coherent sense to you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he left behind a good legacy. Um. 
the the last the last thing I wanted to mention it actually had to do with the accolades this this movie got. It, it won an Academy Award. This is an Academy Award winning film. It Brenton. is. It is. Yeah, and it won the Academy Award for best best original song. Take my breath away, ah. which I had no idea was from this movie. I just thought it was a yeah, popular song like I didn't know it was from this movie either. And then I was like, oh, there you go, it won the Oscar. Yeah, I still think the best eighties movie we have done on this podcast so far is Rocky Three. I mean, it's 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 very that that beach scene that <laughs> that running along the beach. Oh my goodness! God. In fact, that is the most 80s movie we've done like especially Eye of the Tiger as well I don't think you can get more 80s no you can't you can never get more 80s than Eye of the Tiger bum 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 hey 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 let's look at this film's poster hey let's look at this movie's poster yeah it's a poster isn't it (laughs) um yeah I fucking hate this poster I'm not gonna lie (laughs) Um, How do you really feel, Brenton? Like, yeah, it's a piece of shit. Okay, so uh, this is what it needed. This is what needed to happen instead of this. Right, I'm listening. This piece of shit. And to be for the record, we're looking at this poster, which has uh, Maverick and Charlie. I think her name is uh, both looking oh, down right, the lens yeah. uh, in front of a American flag. But then that's 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 then laid on top of another photo, which is kind of of a of a jet. Oh. That's like. But it's, it's just it's just in, it's just a mess, mate. It's just it looks like a photo frame, but like the frame is like like a military like wallpaper, and like the frame is like the most awkward shot of Tom Cruise and his girlfriend that you could get. Okay, so here's what I want. I want. I actually want the still you chose <laughs> of what Tom Cruise is really angry. I want. Like, I want that like down the lens, like Top Gun, like. <laughs> And he's chewing like a rag doll of like <laughs> a pilot fight, fighter or something like that. Like, oh, uh. I think what would have made it great is just probably Tom. You know when he walks along the tarmac? Sure, yeah, yeah. Even just that, like that's fine. Like with good, or even just like all the bloody like expandables that shit. Just all of them in like a line. Just like oh, or even just replicate the Breakfast Club poster, but just like with them and like the flight gear. <laughs> <laughs> like just copy other films posters. Just yeah, like, <laughs> just do that. Like, that'd be great. Oh, no. Can you recreate the Happy Gilmore poster? But instead of, like, Adam Sandler looking into the golf club, it's, like, just, like, Tom Cruise, like, looking down into, like, the karaoke mic. (laughs) 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 Top Gun. (laughs) And speaking of Uh, that... Yeah, speaking of it, title title talk. talk. Was there some Top Gun and Top Gun? Look... I mean, the school Top Gun wasn't Top Gun, but they never said why the school was called Top Gun. No. Like... No, it's, is it because they're the top gunners? Is that what it stands mate, for? Like, I don't. I again, like I feel like I don't want to think about this too much. I think it's a shit title. Yeah, the bloody amount of uh, Top Gun merch you see in this movie. Every fucking hat has the word Top Gun. on They it. should call it Maverick. Well, that's what they're doing with the sequel, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I yeah, I don't know what they would. I don't know. Like, I like the punchiness of Top Gun. Like, it is very. It kind of matches the movie in a way, but like, I don't know what the hell they would have called it. Like. Flight Academy, but I feel like there's already a film called Flight Academy. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> um, maybe, um, maybe they should have just called it Tom Cruise. I mean, I'm down with that. I think that's a very, I think that's a very good. <laughs> well, I feel like this is Tom Cruise personified. You uh, know yeah, what I mean? Just, like just Tom doing his own stunts, living the American dream, picking up babes, and and you know joining some weird organization and you singing know, some that, crazy tunes. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, yeah. Oh, what's that movie where Tom Cruise was? It Rock of Ages or something like oh that? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, oh my that's, god. Oh my god. Oh that's, my that's god. That's Tom Cruise. Like, <laughs> oh. Fucking hell. Actually, you know what I would have loved? If Tom, if, okay, they make Tom Cruise, they make bloody Top Gun Maverick, 
But instead of Tom Cruise playing Maverick, it's revealed that Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder got um, promoted to the Top Gun school, and he's now the headmaster. <laughs> I'm down with that. And, and no, 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 Tom Cruise plays double roles. So he also plays Maverick as one of the teachers, and then Maverick has to come and talk to the new principal of the school, and it's just Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder <laughs> just being like, you little shit. <laughs> and he's like, I will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. That sounds like a yeah. Mate, write the uh, write the screenplay. We'll make it happen. Crossover uh, of the century. Oh, it's it's take that endgame. <laughs> but uh Nathan, I just checked my watch and I realized that it's actually time to pass the power. Power to the people. Let's pass it to the people. The power. Pass it to the people. Okay. Okay. My mood's climbing, Brent. You wanna know why? Why is that? Because the Rotten Tomato for this movie sits at a lovely 54%. (laughs) Damn straight. Damn straight. Very divisive movie. The critics are split, Brenton. But the audience, they found some unity, haven't they? Well, they have at 83%. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I feel like this is a classic example of, oh, man, the critics know nothing. The real people like it. But here's you and me, Brenton, two real people saying this movie's a no-go. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say uh, Kathleen Carroll's an, an excerpt from her review and say uh, she's from the New York Daily News, and uh, she gave it a rotten review. And she's, rotten. And she says that uh, Top Gun is terribly monotonous, and I couldn't agree more. I think that mm. that sums it up perfectly. It is truly monotonous. Like it's yeah. I just I wish I know. I want them to bloody like like you know. Battle of King's Landing it. I just wanted them to, like, blow up all of them. Just, like, in one sweep. Just, uh, just at the end. Like, no one graduates, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bell Bowen game from Honolulu Star Advertiser. He liked it, Brendan. He said, Among the first generation of films influenced by cutting techniques of music videos, a progression of oversaturated media images, embarrassing dialogue, and awful music. Bell, Bell, like you again, like sound words, sound words. Yes, it does. Actually, you know what? He does raise a good point. It does feel very MTV, doesn't it? It does. Like, yeah. Like it, this. Yeah. It, I feel like the, whoever directed this. I feel like it wasn't someone that unknown as well. I feel like there was like a like a, like a known-ish director who did this, but like. It does feel like this belongs in MTV, or even like the music videos for the songs that are in this movie is just clips from the film. Totally, totally. Maybe what they did, Brenton, is that they came up with the music first, then they filmed the music video, and then once they filmed the music video, they decided to wrap a film around these two music videos. I mean, it's a possibility. Walter Chaw <laughs> from Film Freak Centrals uh, says it's rotten, and says. Uh, its success supports the pop psych analysis, analysis that pre-actualized teenage boys are the most homosexual beings in existence. <laughs> 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 I mean, hey, you do you, Walter. Like, I don't know. Would you have liked this as a teenager? No. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, I don't know. Like, and I liked a lot of shit as a teenager. Like, oh, I don't think I could have done it. No. No, don't do it. No. Don't do it. No. Rich, Rich Klein from Shadows on the Wall wrote, Thrilling, but too rara. <laughs> uh, oh. Rich. I think when he says rara, I think he means like the actual music. Like, It said the 80s soundtrack. What else? What kind of music do you think would have worked for this? Can you imagine like a smooth jazz soundtrack? Or no, like- not smooth jazz. I think it's more like... 
I think like it's a mix between like m- like metal and uh mm. and and uh and opera. <laughs> I would love to see an opera version of this movie, you know, just like bloody Tom Cruise on the stage going <laughs> Uh Ken Hankey. Yes, his name's Hankey. Uh from <laughs> from Mountain Express. Oh, your nose Ken. Ash- Asheville uh NC gives it a rotten review 2 out of 5. Oh, no. Everything wrong with eighties movies in one film. Well, hey, they're all in one. I mean, you get you get yeah, you get probably. you get your price of admittance. You know, like you get your you know you get your money's worth. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't go to the cinema for this, Brenton. I don't know if you can tell. Right at the end of this episode, I have contracted the hiccups. I can t- I can tell. It's I <laughs> I thought I was going to power through it, Brenton, but here we. There we go. Here we are. Fucking hell. How do you get rid of hiccups well, again? Well, I, wa- I want you to read Carol H's review and continue to hiccup away. Oh, my goodness. This is what this movie does to me, Brent. It gives me the bloody hiccups. Please tell you what. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. Carol H gave it a one and a half star and said, I'm clearly not in this film's target demographic. I feel like it only appeals to... Real pilots and aviation, shut the fuck up, enthusiasts. I agree, Carol H. Wait. <laughs> She's got a point because even though it's like it could be made for real pilots and aviation enthusiasts, I remember one of my housemates was um, a, a police officer and she used to tell me that she really didn't like watching cop shows because they're so inaccurate to what it's really like. I'm wondering if pilots have the same reaction to this movie. Maybe we should do a special and like find a pilot and interview them <laughs> and oh, about this film. What. I feel like it'd be there'd be some insight. Let us know, people. Tweet at us if you'd like to hear that. Yeah, if you're a pilot, let's tell us if you so, love this movie. So this is an anonymous review, I think, uh, mm. from... I'm not sure where this is from, actually, but uh, they gave it half a star and they said... I watch this film as many people have insisted. I have insisted I watch it. This film was horrible. There were about <laughs> eight locker room scenes for no reasons. I think they take sunglasses on or off 50 times. That's I promise true. I'm not exaggerating. 90% positive they didn't have air conditioning on set because every <laughs> character is dripping with sweat and damp throughout the film. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I mean, I don't disagree with any of that, frankly. No, I think that's a perfect encapsulation of this movie for sure. For sure, <laughs> that's hilarious. Logan C gave it five stars and said, "Maybe the best movie I've ever seen." Hey. <laughs> he said, "The perfect blend of high flying action, spectacular beach volleyball, demon, demon." <gasps> Denim included and hot teacher student <laughs> action. Ten out of ten would recommend. Glad you enjoyed Log- it, Logan. Glad oh, you enjoyed it, buddy. Good on you. Buddy. Good I'm on glad you. you found some something in this. Especially that student teacher action. I think that's a bit of a concern. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend this like bad teacher. Like, God. Autumn M gives it half a star. Little or no story. You never care about the characters, and Maverick is a very unlikable main character. Statuesque McGill McGilla, sorry, looks too big next to Short Cruise. Halfway <laughs> through it, I thought this movie sucks. If you like to watch jets fly, that it would thrill. It will thrill you. Other than that, it's a bad movie. Uh, it's true. It is very true. Also, like I remember that point in the movie where I was like, I, at the start, I was like going, oh, I can, I can get on board with this. But then I was like, it, there was like a point where I'm like, no, I'm lost, and the film never recouped after that. Um, <laughs> N Street Music wrote, "Awesome days in the '80s. I think us kids back, th- 
then wanted to be a fighter pilot after watching this movie. It's a good point. I guess a kid in the 80s, you know, who grew up with that, like, that crazy, like, like, Saturday morning cartoon TV probably would have seen something like this and been like, yeah, I'm going to be a pilot. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, La Sombra Huati, I think it's pronounced, (laughs) um, if I'm wrong. Please stone me. Um, <laughs> never remake the, <laughs> never remake this movie, Hollywood! Exclamation mark. Which What's is, there to remake? And honestly, I mean, like, but hey, they're doing a sequel, so you know. Sorry about that, uh, La Zombra, oh, but you're gonna get a, you're a... gonna get a sequel instead. Now, Nathan, I will leave it to you to read this next, <laughs> this next, um, the last of the people. <laughs> this, 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 this YouTube thread, which I read before and had to like double over and stop myself <laughs> from laughing into the microphone. Would you care to take us away, <laughs> so Nathan? On, on the YouTube comments, is this? There's this guy who wrote, Who shed a tear when Goose died? Don't lie. And he got like 162 likes. And then underneath it, this girl called Tiffany wrote, I did. And this other guy, Tiger, wrote, I won't lie, I did. Still do to this day. And this guy called Logan underneath it, called Logan Stroganoff, wrote, Who else jerked a load off when Charlie and Mav got it on? Don't lie. <laughs> the succession of this thread is, like, hilarious. Like, it, it's it's so... It's very oh. funny, and it and it tickled my funny bone because I wasn't expecting oh. it. But of course, so, you yeah. found it, Nathan. I mean, like, good on you. Thank you for. We're, it. we're sharing the opinions of the people. Yeah, you exactly. Know? If people are jerking off to this film, then good on you. Yeah, you know, more power yeah, to you. Exactly. So that's uh, that is Top Gun. <laughs> Unfortunately, God, what a bloody episode, Brendan. I'm I'm literally dying from hiccups right now. Like this this film has literally made, struck me with illness. Yeah, like. this film is literally uh, <laughs> causing you to become deceased. So you know. You'll be I'm surprised okay. I haven't heard on other podcasts them getting hiccups before. I feel like this is a very common thing. I feel it is too. Maybe maybe they're just better than us. I don't know. Maybe. Actually, that's the sole reason this happens. I feel like better podcasters would... I would either, one, edit this out, or two, just like have some... Do You know what I really hated when I was a kid? I was reading Harry Potter, and in Harry Potter, they have like a potion that fixes hiccups. And I remember like being so angry that that existed that they had it, but we didn't. I know. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Those bloody wizards having all the medi- medicine that we don't. Brendan, I'm 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 just gonna die here now with my bloody hiccup. So you can you can take the pilot's will and just fly us the fuck out. Alrighty, all right. Um, so I'm right to take off. Wow! Yeah. <laughs>